Welcome to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio. Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and um, uh, our guest this week, first of all, is a rock star entrepreneur. But second of all, I'm going to give you a little clue we're going to talk about by showing you this super flimsy collar. Uh, so our guest this week is none other than Mr. Rob Kessler. He's the inventor and co-founder of Million Dollar Collar. Shocker, right? Uh, Rob is the inventor of a, a, a relatively simple solution for what his company dubs placketitis. I, I might be saying that wrong. Placketitis. I know what a placket is, but I might be saying it wrong. Um, that's a sinking, wrinkling, and folding of the placket of a casually worn dress shirt. Prior to Million Dollar Collar, Rob built a screen printing and embroidery business from a spare bedroom in his house to over a million dollars in revenue before selling the company. Although the company was never intended to be a screen printing company, word soon spread about the high quality, great pricing, and never miss a deadline guarantee. Rob's sales experience in a number of high dollar industries, including diamonds, real estate, and automotive sales, provided a unique blend of backgrounds to transi transition him into the fashion world. His ability to look at the world through a different set of lenses that most people then most people led his, to his success in every sales job and with both of his businesses. So we're going to talk with Rob, and he's going to give us some tips later in the show about how to scale a startup business. So you're going to want to hear that, but I want to hear this story. So Rob, well, first of all, welcome to Mr. Biz Radio. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. How are you? I'm fantastic, man. I'm Look, I told you, I'm, I, I wore this, this, this shirt with this collar on purpose, man. So, so, so before we get into Million Dollar Collar, tell us about your entrepreneurial journey. What, what brought you here? You know, I just remember uh, being like 13 years old and cutting the grass. You know, my dad gave us chores when we were little and we'd get our allowance on like Sunday night. And one of the things that he did was give us the whole week's worth of lunch food money that day also. So he goes, hey, man, if you want to go party on Monday with all your buddies, you're going to be starving on Friday. And, and he taught us budgeting when we were really young. I mean, I'm the yeah. oldest and I'm, my youngest was six years younger than me. So we were all getting our money at, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old for the whole week and trying to figure things out. But I oddly remember cutting grasses. You know, my dad only paid five bucks. My neighbor started paying 10 and 15. So, but I would be walking and doing my lines and thinking, I'm going to cut this grass so good that someone's going to drive by and say, I want you to cut my grass. And I literally lived on like a dead end cul-de-sac basically. So there was never any traffic and nobody ever did it, but <laughs> I always had that mentality of, man, I'm just going to do the best job I can. And, and I hope somebody notices. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that, uh, you know, even with, I had the same experience uh, cutting grass and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, same exact mentality. My dad paid five bucks to cut the grass, even though I know he hated doing it. Right. So I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. The replacement cost for this has got to be worth more than five bucks. But um, I remember saying, saying to myself, I'm going to cut this grass so well that my dad's going to be so impressed. I was thinking my dad would be impressed and want me to cut it, cut, cut it or, or pay me more to cut it. Um, and then when our kids got older, funny enough, you said your, your neighbors are paying more. My next door neighbor came over because um, our, our daughter started cutting the grass and uh, he came over and his daughter was cutting the grass and our daughters are about the same age. And he was like, Hey, uh, what's the going rate? I want to make sure they don't pit us against each other. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I never tried to push my dad because I knew, you know, I'm like, dad, you're only paying five bucks. He goes, yeah, do you like the roof over your head and the bed and all the food and the clothes on your back? So I didn't really have a much negotiating angle. So I just went after the new neighbors, new new customers. 
Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, <laughs> so from the grass cutting, where, 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 where did that lead you? So I played highly competitive soccer and other sports, but I got a job at this soccer and volleyball store when I was a junior in high school. And day one, the owner gave me a key to the store. He gave me a code to the alarm. He put all his trust and faith in me. I knew a couple of the other guys that worked there and he just made me feel like it was my business. And I was freaking 17 years old. So I went in and I started, I would redecorate the store. I'd go up there with friends after work and we'd like tear everything down and reorganize the whole thing and just gave me all this freedom. I helped with orders. I was helping with finances and the business side. So I did that job for a few years, almost dropped out of college because I thought, man, I'm making 14 grand a year. There's nothing going to beat this. Uh, <laughs> and thank God I didn't. I, I ended up uh, graduating in four years, but I worked full time all the way through college, went to school full time, graduated in four years. So did that job. Then I got into real estate. I got into car sales. My dad owned jewelry stores. So I sold jewelry and just did all kinds of sales jobs because I always knew the harder I worked, the more money I could make. So I just appreciated that. Well, it's interesting too, is, and we've talked about it on the show, we've been on the show for almost six years now, but a lot of people say, I don't like sales. I don't want to be a salesperson. First of all, if you know how to sell, you'll never be, you'll never starve, right? You'll never starve. Like you got to be, and every person on the face of the earth is a salesperson, whether you mm -hmm. want to admit it or not. And the silly example that I always give people when they go, no, 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 that's not me. I'm an introvert. I don't sell. I'm a numbers, I'm an IT person, whatever. No, no. Do you have kids? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, do you have young kids? Well, yeah, I have a three-year-old. Um, when you put green beans on your three-year-old's plate and they don't want to eat it, guess what you're doing? You're selling them on why to eat the stinking green beans. So you're selling. When your wife says, hey, I want to go to this restaurant and you don't want to go there, you're selling. You're selling her on why to go somewhere else. So whether you want to believe it or not, everybody's a salesperson. And the better you are at it, honestly, the easier life's going to be. And obviously you've been very successful with it. So uh, have you ever thought about it from that perspective? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, I'm a big Grant Cardone fan and he talks about that a lot and it kind of brought it to my attention as well. But, you know, it's just, it's a relationship thing. I don't really look at it as selling. When I start feeling like I'm pushing the sale, that's when I, I, I take have to take a step back and say, look, this isn't, make it about them, keep it about them. And, and usually things work out just fine. Well, I'm a big Cardone fan as well. I've done a bunch of things with him. He's actually, he's been on the show two or three times. Uh, Lane has been on the show a couple of times. Brandon Dawson's been on the show. Um, it, but that's one thing that I differ from him on that he is a push salesman. I'm a pool salesman, uh, similar to what you're saying. And it's like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to push stuff on you. Like, I'll tell you what I got. And I'm just not comfortable being so, you know, the, like that push angle of it. Yeah, he's he's aggressive for sure. And I think if you can take bits and pieces and make it your own, um, you know, I think he comes from the the confidence that he's built enough stuff for so long that um, you know, he he knows that if by not buying that you're you're not getting the best thing. And I think that's a different level of sales to know that your product is so good that no matter what, as long as you have it, you're gonna be better off than not having it. And sometimes that's a gut check, you know. Yeah. Well, I will say this much for him. Uh, while that that push sometimes is like it's a little much, I've done a ton of stuff. I've been to I think four growth cons. I've been to I bought. I'm part of Carter University. I've done. Mm -hmm. I can't think of anything that I've ever bought from him that I was like, mm, this kind of sucked. It wasn't worth it. Like no, but trying know. to sell him that's tough, man. I I've got these <laughs> custom shirts that I'll show you later. But we did one. I ordered 
four of his pocket squares with his logo had the shirt made with those pieces went sent my partner down to the boot camp just so he was face to face with them and we're still trying to get through the door and i've got jared's number i've got a bunch of their top sales guys numbers and you know it that's a tough nut to crack to get through those to those guys they're easy to yeah. bring it in but they don't they don't take it very very well yeah 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 well yeah we'll have to talk afterwards because I, I know some of those guys as well and if, if i know some folks uh you know the the, the dave robards and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, uh todd straw and if, if i know some folks that you don't I'll, i'm happy to connect you with them because i'm actually I'm gonna be back down there in about th uh, three, four weeks. Um, I've been down there eight, nine times in the last year or so. So um, know some of those guys, but we are up against a break here again this week. We're talking with Mr. Rob Kessler. You can find out more and we're gonna talk about it. I promise in the next segment, we're gonna talk about Million Dollar Collar. You can go to milliondollarcollar.com. We'll come back, give the Mr. Biz tip of the week and continue learning from Mr. Kessler. If you would like to reach hundreds of thousands of business owners every week, Mr. Biz Radio can help. Our show airs globally seven days a week for more than 25 hours across several internet radio stations plus 20 plus podcast platforms. Also, video exposure on the new exclusive Mr. Biz Network streaming channel, which gets blasted to 100 plus streaming platforms and the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and our 350,000 social media followers multiple times every week. Join Mr. Biz Nation as an advertiser by emailing us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit thepulsespot.com forward slash Mr. Biz for this exclusive offer. Got a question for Mr. Biz you want answered on air? Email it to info at mrbizsolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. And as we always do at the top of the second segment is Mr. Biz Tip of the Week, which we also share on social media every week. So if you want to catch them there, you can obviously follow us on all the social media platforms. Mr. Biz, you'll find us. Uh, the Mr. Biz Tip this week is if you cannot, you, uh, if you cannot see a measurable 300% return on your marketing spend, you either need to change your marketing plan or, dare I say, fire your marketer. Uh, you should be able to 3X what you're spending on marketing. And I know a lot of people, especially, look, every time I share this tip, because we've shared it for a few years now, because I like it so much. Every time I mention this, when I speak, all that stuff, I always get marketing people just blow me up. They're like, you're killing me, man. Like, you can't get 3X on everything. I'm like, well, then you must not be very good at what you do, because I know tons of marketers that can get 3X on a spend. And Look, do you want to work with a marketer who can who's not at the top of their game, or do you want someone who's really going to maximize the ROI you're getting on your marketing spend? So that's the that's the line in the sand you should draw. You should be able to three x your money. It takes some time to get there. You got to be patient, but you got to be able to get there. Uh, so that's Mr. Biz Tip of the Week, and all you marketers and marketing agency people out there, uh, make just send all your complaints to Rob. Uh, he'll take care of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, this week we're talking with Rob Kessler. He is the co-founder and inventor of the Million Dollar Collar, which you can find at milliondollarcollar.com. So Rob, talk to me about 
um, you know, the the genesis of Million Dollar Caller. There had to be some moment or a, a, a culmination of a moments that you're like, I got to do something about this. Biggest day of my life right there, standing on the beach in Jamaica in front of my bride, brand new, freshly pressed, express 1MX dress shirt. You know, it was beach wedding, shoes off, toes in the sand, pants rolled, casual. I hate ties, uh, but you could see my undershirt. It was crumbled. I was just adjusting it constantly. I came home from Jamaica. I looked at my wedding photos. I'm like, dude, this, this, this is a disaster. My shirt looks terrible on the biggest day of my life. And so I cut open a shirt. I shoved a piece of cardboard down the front, showed my new bride. And she was like, oh my God, I get what you've been complaining about all these years. You know, we'd go out to the to the bars or whatever, you know, and she'd be dressed and I'm still in there ironing, trying to like get the shirt to like sit right. One would be down one would be up. And, and I just hated that uh, when it was asymmetrical. So I started with cardboard. It took three years to develop the material that is million dollar collar. It looks insanely simple, but the material is high heat resistant to almost 700 degrees. It's flexible. It's super lightweight. It's soft enough to be sewn through. And it goes in between the layers of the placket. So picture a collar stay for your dress shirt. It's at nine inches long and it goes down the front where the buttons and the holes are. So you can wear a shirt without a tie confidently. It'll sit great. You know, if you've ever put on a jacket or a sports coat that that lapel just eats up your collar and you're constantly tugging on it. You'll never have to do that again. It looks great all day, all night long. And once it's installed once, it lasts the life of your shirt. Well, here's the thing, Rob. So what I was impressed uh, when I went out to your website and I was looking, is one of the things I was initially concerned with is I'm like, is this like a temporary thing? Do you put it in? You got to pull it out like collar, like normal collar stays, right? You got to pull it in, put it out. Um, and that's not the case. No, I mean, we're guys, we're idiots. We always forget stuff and we're always rushing around, throwing stuff on last second. Uh, and actually what, what turns out, if you really look at a dress shirt, if I put it so it was a temporary or just stuck on, you'd see it on this side. You can see it on this side, you know, in the 90s, in when I was in high school, and they came out with clear bra straps, like those were the nastiest looking things after a couple of washes because <laughs> clear just doesn't work. So uh, fortunately, every single shirt's made exactly the same. There's always two layers in the placket where the buttons and the holes are. There's always two layers in the collar band. A tailor opens up a couple stitches, slides it in, sews it back together. You don't even need that much sewing experience. You can see my sewing machine right here. My mom taught me how to sew. I've upgraded over a thousand shirts myself. It takes five minutes to do once you know how to sew. It's insanely simple. Every order comes with the instructions. And once it's in, just forget about it, man. It's in there and it'll last forever. Well, literally, you want to talk about simple. Um, the video that's actually you demonstrating mm -hmm. how to do it. It's it's like the yeah. video is like two minutes and 15 seconds or something like that. Insanely short. And you, it's not like it's you're speeding through it. I mean, it, it's it's a simple process that even a dude could do. <laughs> I talk to a lot of tailors and they're like, you know, only putting a button on is easier than this. It's when you first see it, you think, oh my God, I, this is so complicated. But once you understand how a shirt is constructed, and again, they're all made exactly the same, open up a couple stitches, slide it in, sew that straight line back together. I mean, the hardest part's matching the thread and sewing a straight line. Once you do that, it's in and it's done. It, it, set it and forget it. Well, the other thing I was impressed by when I was out on your website is that as you mentioned, it's for the life of the shirt. So you can you can put it in a washing machine, you can dry clean it, you can iron it. Um, how long did it take you to develop the material to be able to withstand all that? So I, I you know, I kept testing stuff around the house. I took a milk carton and mini blinds and we had these flexible um, cutting boards. So 
I started with all those. They'd wash and dry great. They'd iron. I mean, iron's only 200 degrees. And then I'd send it to the dry cleaner. It would melt to the shirt. So after ruining about 100 of my friends, you know, old shirts and things, uh, and we, we finally got this material figured out. Uh, it, the all-in was about almost three years to get that right. Um, the material is 100% made in America. I've got a die cutter that, you know, I get the material made. It's die cut out like 100% made in America. So it's super cool that it's all made locally. I always like if I'm going to have a manufacturer or a partner like that, that I've got a place that I can easily get to and go knock on the door if I got to bang heads because uh, it's the something's not going right. So I always like having stuff locally if I can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the whole collar thing drives me nuts. And we talked about that before the show. And I was telling, I was sharing with Rob is like this shirt. I actually really like this shirt, but I don't wear it nearly as often as I, I would if it wasn't for this dang collar. So I will definitely be going. No, no lie. I'll be definitely going because the reason I wanted to mention that is it's not just for dress shirts. So you can get it for a polo shirt. Like this is just a regular polo shirt, right? It's got, you know, three buttons or whatever. So I like the fact that you've expanded into that as well, because I got, man, I got, I don't know how many polo shirts that have crappy collars that drive me nuts. And I don't wear them as much because of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, I, I was, I was hell bent and focused on the dress shirt side. So I really kind of got a little bit too much tunnel vision. And so a couple of years ago, somebody just knocked me on the head at the right time. I was like, dude, why don't you have this for polos? And so I went back and I had to reshoot everything and, and figure out the instructions. But, you know, if it's the standard polo with the single collar, uh, we've got specific instructions for that. If it's the nicer polos that actually have, you know, a placket and a collar band and all that, you would do the normal million dollar collar installation. Our polo pack is actually a DIY set. It comes with a seam ripper. So if you feel confident enough, you could pop a couple stitches, you know, you just slide it right in, cut it to length and you're good to go. So. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm touching on something you mentioned earlier and this, I'm going to, I'm going to be a little, I'm going to share probably a little too much. That I probably shouldn't share, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> when, when I, because the collar stuff drives me bonkers, especially in my corporate career, I worked for fortune 15 company uh, back before I left, we had to wear ties to work every day. We got a little casual on Fridays, but you still had to wear a collared shirt. And when I would see people with these crappy collars, like, I'm not going to lie. I'd be like, man, come on. Like, you can do better. Like, come on. You know, it's almost like I was yeah. kind of judging people, right? Because that used to drive me so nuts and it looks so bad. Well, you visualize someone, you know, in the first five seconds you see them. And so if something's really way off, you know, it's going to be an issue. So we actually have a lot of tie wearers that love it because... You get that gap between the first and second button. You can pop the tie off at, after and go to happy hour and look great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, and I, we we're heading to a break here, but I've, I've done it before where I've worn a shirt and the car was driving me so nuts while I was out with my wife. I'd button the top button and she's like, no, you you look awful. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> uh, come back after the break. We'll continue talking with Robbie. He's going to tell us how to scale a startup. How would you like to have direct access to Mr. Biz to help you run your business more profitably and more efficiently? At MrBizSolutions.com, you get live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also several of his hand-picked and trusted business experts, each with 20-plus years of experience to help you optimally manage and grow your business. That's just the start of where Mr. Biz Solutions begins. Learn more at MrBizSolutions.com. That's MrBizSolutions.com. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. 
Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how CheckOffYourList's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact CheckOffYourList at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Check out all three of Mr. Biz's best-selling books at MrBizBooks.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. So, uh, by the way, I should mention, guys, if you if if callers drive you nuts too, and you want to try one of these bad boys or some of these bad boys, um, Rob has been nice enough. So, if you use the code MBR fifteen MBR Mr. Biz Radio MBR fifteen, you can get fifteen percent off. Uh, so, thank you for that, Rob. Um, and I will be using that. Uh, <laughs> I was actually trying to do it before we, we we came on air. I was on my phone and I was playing around with it. And I'm like, oh crap, I'm going to be late. And I'm like, do I want 20? Do I want 10? Do I want, you know, I want how many polos? I'm trying to think in my head, how many polos do I need? Uh, how many dress shirts? Uh, but I'll definitely be doing that. Um, so with your experience in being a rock star entrepreneur that you, you've been, what are some, some some things that you've learned along the way that helped you be able to scale to the to the heights that you have with with multiple companies? Uh, you know, I love the saying "riches are in the niches." I I, I feel like that's really where I've gone. Uh, my screen printing business, I did the smaller orders. I mean, once you start growing in screen printing, these guys want a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand shirts. I did one shirt order that was over five thousand, but everything else was small. If you have twenty five shirts, you want. That's that was what we hit because I could order those shirts on Tuesday, have them on Wednesday and be done printing them by Thursday and be paid. So I like that quick turnaround stuff. And obviously, I got more per piece. Um, I also love all inclusive pricing. I hate getting nickel and dime for stuff. So I figured out what it all was. So I've got a yacht charter business, screen printing business. We had office buildings. Everything was all inclusive pricing. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I think I, man, I, I, I don't have not seen a study on it, but I gotta, I gotta think that that's something that just drives consumers crazy. I know it drives me crazy because a lot of times what you'll see is just what you're talking about. People advertise, especially printing screens, uh, screen printing shirts or, you know, embroidering shirts, whatever it might be. And you go, man, I can get a Under Armour polo with my logo on it for $22. And then you go out, well, yeah, if you order, you know, 500, and oh wait, uh, the logo for us to set it up—that's fifty bucks and or seventy-five mm-hmm. or a hundred. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, the price per shirt is not twenty-two dollars, right? Yeah, yeah, I hated that. Hated that. Yeah. Hated that. Hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so 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 so, what are some other things that you've used specifically to, um, especially in the e-commerce side of things, right? So I'm, I'm sure you were in e-commerce with the the uh, shirt printing and, and embroidery, and obviously million dollar collar, your e-commerce to the max. What are some of, the, some of the lessons you've learned on that side of the, of the businesses? So for that, I am heavily invested in automations and upsells and cross-sells. My, my, char- my yacht charter business is almost fully automated. Uh, I don't, I mean, I rarely talk to customers. They book online. I get the deposit, the follow-up payment is sent out, contract, all that's automated. Um, and then for million dollar collar, you know, another tip that you see is if you think you want 20 sets of my product, order the 10 pack, the, Hey, order uh, another 10 pack right now for 35% off. And it's actually less expensive than a 20 pack. And then you can still get the discount code in there. So those upsells, that's my challenge with the website versus Amazon is most customers leave my site with two, three, four, five items. 
Amazon is always one because they don't have that upsell, cross-sell stuff specific, you know, to me and my product and my store. So love that. I mean, I went from $14 average to $34 average once I got those cross-sells in, in place. Oh, oh, wow. That's awesome. So uh, if you don't mind me asking, what, so what percentage of your business do you do e-commerce wise, Amazon versus off your own site directly? I'm about 75 or 80% Amazon actually. Okay. So we've, the, the customers is there, the advertising dollars are stronger. Um, our return, as you said early on, our ROI is so much better on Amazon. It's about four or five X. So it, it just, it, it fought, I fought it for years, but at the end of the day, that's where the numbers are. Then that's where to go. Yeah. So, so along those lines, I'm guessing you said you fought it for years. You probably were trying to figure out the, the social media stuff to drive people directly to your site because of the higher, higher average cart value. Did you, did, did you run into trouble with that or, or, or did you never, never quite figured it out and just said, heck with it. It's so good on Amazon. I'm just going to kind of, I'm going to, I'm going to go with it. <laughs> because of the extra step with installing. Uh, I don't know if we were in our own head, but we just could never like we all, we'd get things going and then something would happen and it would kind of crash. And so we'd get the sales up and then something would happen. And, you know, we've had so many agencies and so many people that said they knew what they were doing. They tried to plug and play our product with, what's worked for them in the past. We had one company that did social media posts. We spent $5,000 on, you know, affiliate posts in one month and our sales went down from the month before that we spent zero on. So it's been a really, really, really weird ride. So as soon as we feel like we're hitting something, we lose it again. So uh, we've got a great guy now and Amazon's just been always really consistent. And so we stick with that. So we're, but we're actually making our own shirt coming up soon. Um, I'm calling it the best shirt money can buy for under hundred dollars. And it's going to be around 40. Um, it's got our product inside. It's got a, a convertible cuff. So if you want to wear cufflinks, you can um, solid colors, white and black to start with wrinkle free. And those are going to be, then I'll have a shirt that I can sell. That's like a done product that there's no extra step. And you can just go in and buy a shirt that fits. Yeah, well, so if you don't mind, I know you're wearing a shirt that you said you just recently made, a, a kind of a customized shirt. Um, when, when are you guys going to offer those, or are you offering them already? These are offered now. So talk about the niches. So instead of selling one shirt to one person, my company can digitally print any logo on fabric. You can see we did this order for Sitgo. Perfect color match to their logos. And then the pieces are cut and sewn, and the shirt is assembled with your logo. So it's specific to your company with your logos, your shirt color. Um, it's a 50 piece minimum. We can do the shirts for like $65 a piece, uh, but it is literally, I mean, they're super high quality from Turkey. They're amazing shirts. And instead of selling one shirt at a time, I'm selling 50, 500, 5,000. So we're, we've got some really big, we're doing Acura and Cadillac and some massive, massive companies are, are looking at it. And it's pretty exciting, especially if you've got a great company and you're wearing dress shirts, but they just don't want to, you know, wear a tie anymore. I'm working the angle of, look, you're going to wear this shirt to work and go home and be like, my favorite shirt is my work shirt. I need to get this product in the rest of my closet. So I'm working the angle that way. Well, and the other thing is, you know, this, this look, you know, this, this having a, a logo, even if it's embroidered, it's kind of played out. I mean, I know people have it all the time, but what I love about that is it's a new look. Right. It's a different it's a, you still have your logo. You still have branding, but it's a different look um, and much more sophisticated. And it, again, sets you apart marketing branding wise of people who just have this. Right. They, the typical thing you would see. Um, that's yeah. one of the things I, I really liked about when you, you, you mentioned it before the show. 
it's super subtle. It's very, very classy. We call it the classiest logoed shirt. Um, you know, they just, they fit great. I don't have to have the perfect fit because it's still a work shirt, but I have extra small to four XL in slim and standard. So the smallest woman and the biggest dude can still wear this shirt. We can get you set up. It takes about eight weeks to get the shirts in because they're literally made from scratch for you specifically. Um, but they're, they're epic, man. I mean, we've had jewelers and engineering companies and my cousin's a wealth management guy. I mean, if you got a great logo and you want to do some branding, you got great customers, man. Brand a shirt and hand it to them. We did them for Make-A-Wish Foundation and they use them for, for a fundraiser. So there's a lot of opportunity. Yeah. And again, the, the sophistication and what it looks like compared to, you know, something like the typical thing you would see, you look at that shirt and you go that in my mind right away, I go, that's a custom shirt. Right. And so it's not just not that this is I mean, this is technically custom. Right. But it's just a whole different feel, I feel like. So um, kudos to you for continuing to develop and evolve um, with that and then having the million dollar collar in it. Right. And so even, that's an extra bonus to the whole whole shebang. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I'm always trying to find look at it from the customer's angle and say, how can I make this as easy as possible for somebody to try my product and, and finding different avenues and different ways for them to, to get it on and try it? Because. Once you get million dollar collar in your shirt once, you, the rest of your closet has to have it. You're gonna wear that shirt out. You're gonna wear it every freaking time you can. I bet, I bet. <laughs> well, Rob, thanks so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. It was been a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening again. MillionDollarCollar.com, MillionDollarCollar.com. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. To become part of Mr. Biz Nation, follow him on all social media platforms or never miss a show by going to MrBizRadio.com. If you prefer free video content, visit the Mr. Biz YouTube channel or check out his streaming channel, which is available on 100 plus streaming platforms at MrBizNetwork.com.